the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the third day of the blessed month, Abib. And because the Feast of the Apostles is in the beginning of the, this month, all the readings of the Gospels of Sunday is about the ministry of the Church and the role of the Church in the world. The first week, you remember, the mission of the 70 disciples to preach the word of God and saying to the people, the kingdom of God is at hand. Is at hand. Means like is offered to us to be members of the kingdom of God. The second Sunday, last Sunday, it was about the who is great in the kingdom of God. Who denies himself who humbles himself like a little child will be the great because the grace of God will fill him will fill him we have to decrease so the Lord can increase in our life and glorify us the third Sunday of course we have heard now the feeding of the multitude and this is the role of the church to feed and fulfill all the needs of the world. Because the church has the Lord Jesus in the center. And he is able to satisfy all the needs of everyone. And the fourth Sunday next week will be the miracle of raising Lazarus from the dead. And this means that the role of the church is to give life to the world because it has the prince of life. The Lord Jesus is the prince of life. So, the role of the church. The role of the church in this world. The church is the embassy of heaven and the embassy of God on earth. And her role is to fulfill all the needs of the people. And what's very important in the church is the head of the church. The Lord Jesus is the head of the church. And he is in the center of the church. What we see today is the Lord Jesus surrounded by his disciples. And also multitudes coming to them. This is the church. Christ in the center and his servants are around him taking power and blessing from him and spreading this power and blessing to everybody. Even if they are like big amount, like 5,000 families as we have seen now, he can fulfill all, all their needs. The first thing the Lord Jesus offered is the teachings, the teachings. He taught them. He offers the teaching about the kingdom of God. We have to know about the kingdom of God, about the love of God. He's offering the kingdom freely for everyone to be member in this kingdom and to be heir of the glorious eternal kingdom of God. Also, he healed their sicknesses. So, teachings and healing, and this is the rule of the church, to teach the will of God, teach the, 
how God loves everybody and wants everybody to be saved and to be with him and also to heal their sicknesses of the soul and of the body as well. And then the church extends her care for more than that. The Lord said to his disciples, give them to eat. Give them. Okay, but we have nothing to give. No. Even like anything you have, I will put my blessing on it. How? No, we have to have faith that we are rich in Christ. We are so rich with unlimited richness in Christ. We have to have faith in that. So, they obeyed the commandment of the Lord. When he asked them to make the multitude groups of 50, or rows of 50, maybe someone would say, what is this crazy thing? They have no food. To take time, like one, two, three hours, put, to put 5,000 family in groups or in rows, Without food. They have no food. What is a crazy commandment? Sometimes people like, they think like that. The commandments of God are crazy. They are not fitting with our life. It is not logical. No, that God knows what he is doing. And when we listen and obey his commandment, we will experience the power of God and the blessing of God. So they obeyed. We have to have faith to obey the commandment of God. The apostles had faith in what the Lord Jesus said to them. Also, they, they thought in two things. And they said, they discussed with the Lord. He didn't say like, obey without listening to them. He listened to them. They said to him, we have two options. If you want to feed this multitude, we have just two options. The first option is to let them go to eat in the villages surrounding us. The second option is to go, we, like the twelve apostles, we will go to buy food with 200 denarius, which is like big amount of money. We have these two options. And even if we will bring like bread, just bread, for this multitude by 200 denarius, they would barely take small piece of bread, each one. But the Lord has a third option. God has solution for any problem we have. We have to trust in Him. Sometimes the people, they say, okay, I have money, so I can have solution for many things, because I have money. The Pauline Epistle says to us today, don't rely on money. Don't wish and work to be rich. Don't rely, don't put your trust in money. We have to trust in the source of every good thing, the Lord Jesus. So he had 
a solution they, they, they didn't think about. And they, he asked for what, what do you have? What are the abilities you have? And they, they had like a small child with a small basket of five loaves and two fish. This is like one meal, two meals maximum for this child. But the child with faith, he brought everything and put between God's hands. And this is like what we should do always. We have very little abilities. We have very little talents. We have very little uh, of this. We put everything between your hands, O Lord. And we pray. We put ourselves and our abilities between your hands, O Lord. And we trust in you. You will have a solution for this problem. And then the Lord took the five loaves and two fish and blessed them. The Lord, the Lord is the source of the richness in the church. We put everything between his hands, saying, Lord, please bless, guide us how to spend this, how to deal with this, please. And he started to break and give. I'm imagining yeah, like he is holding a loaf and he is breaking, breaking and putting like in a pot or anything, like breaking and giving, breaking and giving. And the loaf is not like, doesn't like fade away. Like the loaf is still there and he is giving. And the, the, the apostles, they took from him the, the fragments of the loaves and they distribute and they come back to take more, to take more, to take more. So the source of blessing is the hand of the Lord. The hand of the Lord. When we put all what we have between his hands, we will experience his blessing. And the blessing transfers from, from the hands of the Lord to each one who, had, who, have, or who has faith. After the, they all ate and, and filled, the Lord asked them to gather and collect the fragments. The fragments refers to the small uh, and like the simple persons in the church. Someone who is like broken and is like a fragment. God cares for every and each fragment. God cares for each one of us. And he said to the apostles, these are precious to me. These fragments are precious to me. If you consider yourself a fragment, if I consider myself just a fragment, God cares for me, and he gathers me to his bosom. Then we have to know what is the goal of this miracle. What is the goal? We can like see at least three goals. Number one, to assure and to confirm for all the multitudes that the Lord is able to 
feed and fulfill all the needs of everyone. Number two, to promote the people, to seek the food that comes from heaven. He taught them before, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, what we, uh, what we eat, what we drink, what we wear, God will care for this and he, it will be added to you. So he gave them the food to prove that he is able to provide for them their earthly needs. So from now on, seek the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. All your needs will be fulfilled. But seek first the kingdom of God. And seek the food that comes from heaven. And he started to talk with them about his body and his blood. His ultimate goal is not just to feed the multitude. They will be hungry after that because the body needs always some energy. But his ultimate goal to make us one with him. This is his ultimate goal, to unite himself with us, to implant us in him, to be members in his body, and to feed us with his body and his blood. This is his ultimate goal, to, to, to be one with him, to be members in his body to be members in his body and to be united with him. So at the end, we will be heirs of his kingdom and be glorified with him. And he put for us the way. Through baptism, we are grafted into him. And through the communion, we feed on his body and on his blood. So we become one body. So we love each other. Because we are one body. And we love him because he is our head. And we are the members of his body. We love. And because the Holy Spirit is pouring his love in our hearts. And we will serve each other. Like the twelve. They served the multitude. They were tired but, and like exhausted from a long day. And they were just coming from their mission. They were coming from their mission. And like they go, they went this extra mile to serve the multitudes. So this love is like poured in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. So I love this part from the Ephesians, the epistle to the Ephesians. Uh, chapter 2 when St. Paul said now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In whom, in the Lord, you also are being built together 
for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. So, we are no, no longer strangers, strangers or foreigners, just coming to hear some teachings and eating some food, bread and fish, and we go away. No, no, no. We became the household of God, Be became members of His household, fellow citizens, heavenly citizens. And we are with angels and saints, we are members of the household of God. And we are built on the foundation, apostles and, and the prophets, and the Lord Jesus Christ himself is the cornerstone, the chief cornerstone, or the head of the church, or the head of the body. So we are now, we are all building, being fitted together, grows. Oh, the temple of God is growing. It's not this building, not growing anymore. Any physical building doesn't grow. But we, as the church, a spiritual building, we are growing. Growing in love, growing in making fruits for the glory of God, growing in adding. We are not closed circle. We love to add every day more people. The true Christian is not closed on himself. He is Christ-centered. He is not self-centered. And he is always open to add more people to the body of Christ. So we are growing. Grow into a holy temple in the Lord in whom you, you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God. And this is the ultimate goal. God, this is the role of the church in the world. To care for the world to, to serve the, the world, to feed the world with, with the spiritual food, and to invite the whole world to be members with us in the body of Christ, and to be heirs of the kingdom, and fellow citizens with us in the heavenly kingdom, and also to gather with the, with the Lord Jesus, and to glorify His holy name, and glory be to God forever. Amen.